Hello. Uh, it's me again. And I'm here for another podcast, obviously, because you're listening to the podcast and it's me doing it. So, of course, I'm here for the podcast. And so are you. So let's get on with it. Um, the week just gone. Uh, Spotify kind of did that thing that they do every year where I think it's called like Spotify Wrapped. Um, tried to play it cool uh, as if I didn't know what it was. I know exactly what it was, and I've been sort of, you know, feeling weird about it uh, for a while now. Basically, I'm not cool enough, um, so I didn't share my Spotify wrapped because um, I'm kind of, like, sort of all over the place, really. I like quite a lot of rap, um, but then I have some fairly deep-rooted sadness, clearly, because I listened to an awful lot of Phoebe Bridges. Um, But then I guess I'm also um, kind of a a sort of a teenage girl because I also really like Harry Styles. So um, it's an interesting one, one that we're going to, I guess, continue to um to look at <laughs> as we go um and yeah uh i suppose we'll you know it is what it is i i think it, to be honest i'm not really that asked i just sort of i th- i thought my <laughs> i thought my stats were just too strange like there was no sort of semblance of who I am. It was sort of just like, yeah, this guy's kind of really all over the place. So um, there goes the stupid fucking, sorry, excuse my language, there goes the automatic air freshener again, which scared me last time, but it didn't this time because I am I think I'm more at ease with this room. Um, but yeah, I think, I think my, <laughs> this almost sounds like I'm saying, my taste is just too damn eclectic. I just didn't want to show it, but it's not really that. It's more just that I think I kind of look a bit unhinged, for want of a better phrase. So I sort of just didn't really fancy sharing it. And then when I, you know, I kept seeing everyone else's, you know, Spotify wrapped, and I thought, no, oh, these are people just in charge of themselves. <laughs> and I thought, that's good. Um, but what is funny is um, y- you actually get a Spotify wrapped for your podcast, which is quite cool. So I've done that for this one. <laughs> I say this one as if I have number of po- podcasts kind of under my uh, sort of moniker, but that's not true. This is the only one I've got, but um, I'll share with you some fun info, shall I? Um, So most of my listeners, I've got, um, this is an interesting stat, 89% of my listeners are male. Fairly understandable. I'm not particularly um, kind of popular with the females. Um, And then I've got 10% of my listeners are female which leaves 1% of my listeners 
as unspecified. Um, now, it, what I will say is this, the stats have stressed that non-binary and non, not specified are both 0%, which leaves a rogue 1%, which means aliens, okay? So that's cool. Hello to my alien listener. Um, you're very welcome. Most of my listeners are kind of my age, between 23 and 27, 55%. And then you've sort of got some young people, people like young George and his affiliates. Um, and then you've got some some older people who are some of the older people I'm friends with. But there is a 3% um, of my listenership that is between the age of 45 and 59 which is interesting so hello to you um i'm sorry i've wasted so much of your time this year but thank you very much for (laughs) offering your ear to me um there's loads of stuff about where people listen most people listen on spotify but there's other people dotted around um People, some people listen through Apple Podcasts, so hello to you. Um, what is interesting is how about the geographical region of my listenership? So 44% of my listeners are from the United Kingdom, I suppose to be expected. Um, that That's the top geographic region. Then you've got the United States, 20, 28%. Thank you uh, to my American friends. I think they're kind of, they're American, but here. So it's sort of um, a bit of a cheat, but it's cool. It makes me feel good. So thanks for that. I think I feel cooler with a bit of a, um, you know, the sort of the seal of approval from from American friends. Um, 16% of my listeners are from the Isle of Man, which is where I'm from. I sort of tried to keep it a secret early doors, but um, yeah, I'm from the Isle of Man and only 16% of people that listen to my podcast are even apparently from here, which doesn't make any sense. Now what's huge, this is what's really interesting, is 8% of my listeners are from Sweden Um, and (laughs) I can't quite figure out how that's happened. I, yeah, I don't know anyone from Sweden. And I don't think I know anyone who knows anyone from Sweden. Um, And then you've got some slightly small minorities. So you've got 1% in France, less than 1% in Ireland, less than 1% in Australia, and less than 1% in Germany. So thank you to everyone around the world, weirdly, who've listened to this podcast at some stage in your life. uh, presumably you're no longer listening at this stage. So I'm just kind of thanking, you know, whichever poor soul has chosen to listen on this given day. <clears throat> so thanks. Uh, that's pretty crazy. But we ain't stopping here, you know? We're going to carry on forever until I die or until I can't think anymore. But yeah, that's the sort of Spotify wrapped I'm interested in. Um, you know? I'm not as cool as I thought I was, but I'm big in Sweden, so who's the real winner? Anyway, I think it's probably high time for a bibby-bobbity.
then I'm going to return with some talk about sloppiness. Hello again. Um, well, interestingly, it's about half ten. It's quite late. I sort of forgot, actually, that I needed to do the podcast and then, you know, remembered. <laughs> so that's a good story for you. Um, enjoy that. Um, so over the weekend, or, yeah, over the weekend, we'll say, I think Friday night counts as the weekend. I think if you want to be pedantic, then you can be, but, you know, whatever. Um, over the weekend, I went out. I went out on Friday night, okay? It's either the weekend or it's not. It's Friday night. I went out on Friday night. Um, I had probably about six drinks, which means I'm um, at least excitable, I'll say. Um sort of feeling sick by the end of the night. I suppose it's probably worth saying we did go out for food, so it could also be a bit of that. I ate a lot. Um, but yeah, and uh, off the back of that, I sort of woke up on Saturday. Fine, really. Um, in terms of my head anyway and my, my stomach, I was fine. However, I think I did just sort of carry the 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 sort of laziness that comes with a post-late night. Because I think, you know, the alcohol, what the alcohol didn't do, the sleep succeeded in. So I sort of woke up and I was like, could be in bed all day, but it was beautiful outside. So I thought I'd go out, bit of a walk went for a coffee obviously had to eat pigs in blankets and a panini with cheese um and yes felt pretty huge after that um and then sunday i decided to do basically exactly the same um lots of coffee bit of cake um walking around and um generally sort of uh, avoiding I, I was going to do like a, I woke up <laughs> no, before I went to bed on Saturday night, I was like, I'm going to wake up early on Sunday morning and I'm going to go for a 10 K run. Didn't happen. Woke up at 11 AM and then went straight out for food and coffee. Get in there. Um, so I suppose the key or the, the, the crux of my point here is that I have clearly at this stage, of proceedings um i've reached what i i guess describe as sort of seasonal sloppiness um which as you can imagine kind of centers around christmas and it's it's sort of a um you know it's sort of drip feed happens and then it all just collapses at once um on christmas day and it sort of then you know it snowballs from there after the collapse uh you know it's like a torrent afterwards but as it stands we're kind of on the on the in the run-up so we've got things like christmas meals christmas drinks 
with every person you have any sort of affiliation with, um, you know, you do nothing with them all year and then you, you go out for Christmas dinner and meals and, uh, at, sorry, and drinks. And, um, frankly, it's lovely. It's a lovely time of year. So I'm not, I'm not necessarily complaining. Um, maybe I'd appreciate if everything sort of was a bit spread out, but these things, you know, you don't get everything that you want in life. Um, but yeah, so me going out on the Friday night, because I know what you're thinking if you're a long-term listener or if you're an actual friend of mine, although I'd say if you're a long-term listener, you are a friend of mine, but that's sort of, you know, a, a, a semantic issue. Um, it, uh, you, you, you'll know that I don't really go out that often, um, hence why six six drinks can can um sort of hit home in a way that perhaps they wouldn't normally a um a sort of british um 25 year old man um because that's weirdly what i am apparently i'm a 25 year old man no one really told me um so yeah um and it then leads me to kind of just really enjoy the laziness of the the next few days afterwards um kind of feeling sorry for yourself and then for some reason there is always just that carb requirement um and i you know dutifully see to the fact that that is um you know you know uh, satisfied so yeah i was i was in costa they do these pigs and blankets paninis i think i've spoken about the costa um the costa people previously they're they're absolutely fantastic and they produced the panini you know in, in mere minutes and it was wonderful and it really hit all the right notes um but we won't we won't lax, wax lyrical sorry lax lyrical about them uh again <clears throat> There'll be there'll be another time for that along the uh, along the road, but yeah, I feel like this is the uh, the signal of of sort of seasonal sloppiness for me because I am already I think you know when I wake up in the morning, weirdly in my room there's kind of like a full body mirror, um, so like the wardrobe is like a slidey wardrobe and um, the whole thing is made of mirror, and when I wake up and I um, you know, reveal myself from under the uh, the sheets. I get to see myself, and um, I've had a bit of a fluctuation this year. Uh, sort of start of the year, I was the largest I'd ever been, um, I think, and it was gross. Uh, then I got to be, I lost about a stone, but in a good way. I was very active. So I looked about as good as I've ever done. And now I've actually lost like more weight, but I probably look worse. I look sloppy. That's sort of the thing. Skinny fat, I guess. Um, everything that was tight not that long ago is sort of not very tight now. Um, so yeah. But I suppose I think the thing with sort of sloppiness um seasonal sloppiness is that um 
I think it kind of comes for all of us. Uh, like th- there are, I know some people who are just sort of blessed with um, kind of Adonis-like bodies, um, or or I guess in a lady's um, kind of uh, from a lady's perspective, sort of Venus-esque. Although I've never met either Adonis or Venus, I can only imagine that they are, um, <clears throat> you know, as as desirable as I'm reliably informed. Um, but yeah, it, it it it's kind of. I think I can sort of make peace with the idea of my sloppiness at the moment because, firstly, this ain't my first rodeo. You know, I've. Every year, I basically eat a serious amount of cheese. I drink a lot more than I normally would. Um, And there's a lot more chocolate. I'm cooking more, and it's never, like, healthy. It's never going to be a salad. It might be a soup, but it's most likely going to involve potato in my mouth. Um, And, yeah, it sort of happens, and then you reach January, and I wake up, and I look at my my full-body mirror, and I'm disgusted at myself, and then I work out again. And it's sort of like, oh, yeah, and then, like, you kind of get to, you know, summer, and then you you peak um, in the hopes that you might find a, a person who's interested in you, and then you kind of get to the end of summer and you realize actually it's just about who you are as a person and not really you know what you look like um and then you have to suffer with kind of autumnal existentialism uh, <laughs> existentialism yeah you have to deal with that because you're kind of thinking well you know what's wrong with me then if i worked out so hard to get good looking for uh, summer when in reality you think too much and you know the right person will just present themselves um hopefully in winter when you're massive and then when when it gets to summertime they're just impressed by what you've done but they know it's uh you know they know it's only a temporary thing i think that's ideal um but yeah seasonal sloppiness can kind of emerge in many different ways for me it's kind of a christmasy thing a winter thing um i did actually also go through the phase of after i had um joined my place of employment i'm not quite sure what happened but i basically you know i left school at 18 i got a job um very fortunate to get one to be fair and um as soon as I started making money, I would, the things I used to get as treats became um, the the staple. So for example, crisps, my crisp addiction came to the fore because buying two bags of sensations, share bags of sensations on a Friday didn't exist in a world where I had no money. You know, I wouldn't be spending, you know, <laughs> wouldn't be spending grandma's birthday money on 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 sensations uh, well i probably would have if i if i'd have known how addicted i'd get to them i most certainly would have got to a point where i'd be in the red with grandma over crisps but alas it didn't happen until i had my own money and um yeah so what i ended up doing was for about 3 years i reckon 
I was eating uh, chips, cheese, and gravy every day, large, for lunch. Now, I think you know what chips, cheese, and gravy is. Well, you must do, because you know what chips are, you know what cheese are, and you know what gravy is. You know what cheese are. <laughs> you know what cheese is, and you know what gravy is. Um, and mixed together, frankly, it's one of the best meals um, in the world ever. I think I've previously discussed how um, I like to get chips, cheese, and gravy from a, a local Chinese because they make the best uh, chips, cheese, and gravy in the world. Um, unfortunately, that wasn't where I was getting it um, during my lunch hour from work, but uh, what I was getting did still hit the spot. And I ate it religiously every day for three years. And I got, you know, pretty gross off the back of it. Um, I think at my worst, I weighed, well, I won't go into weight because weight's not important, but like I, where I am now, I weigh over, well over, a, I, I'm about a stone and a half lighter now than I was when I was in my peak um, sensations and chips, cheese, and gravy phase. So I was real sloppy at that point. You know, I was, I wasn't even big, really. I was just gross. <laughs> you know, I was probably one and a half stone heavier in terms of pure spots and grease carried in my hair. I would imagine I had long hair as well. I completely lost my mind when I when I started uh, my employment. Um, <laughs> perhaps because there's something wrong um, inherently with uh, you know the way that the world works. But who knows? Um, it's probably not for me to discuss at this stage. <clears throat> but what's interesting is I've observed of late. Um, quite a lot of people um, sort of who, whom I kind of see myself in, in my place of work. Um, you know, I was once young like them. And um, there is such a thing in our cafeteria. It's, uh, I don't know if it's going to last much longer, but basically they, they serve doorstop toast. Now, it's called that because the, the bread is cut as thick as doorstops and um, it's buttered liberally and it's tremendous. I think I've had it once or twice or probably more, but that's it's not about me at this point. I've already explained how embarrassed I've been about my own uh, size. Um, but yes, so they serve doorstop toast. And if that wasn't enough, what they also serve is doorstop toasties. So you can get a, a, a sausage and bacon doorstop toasty. So two doorstops <laughs> buttered with sausage and bacon in the middle. And guess what? You can get that for breakfast every day. And some people do. And... Um, and I feel for them because it's basically what happened to me. You know, I, I, I think I probably was comforting myself by eating chips, cheese and gravy every day. And I can't believe I ever thought that was right. I'm slightly disappointed in uh, the people I surrounded myself with. Um, 
for not calling it out earlier. But yeah, when I'm sort of, you know, out and about and I'm in the cafeteria and I can see, um, you know, people getting the doorstop toasties and it's regular, you know, we are talking almost every day at this stage. Um, you know, I, I feel for them because, you know, it's a slippery slope. The sloppiness will come for you. I suppose all that you can do is, you know, once you realize you're getting sloppy, you, you, you take things into your own hands and you become motivated to be better. That's, that, that's what I hope can come out of it. But yeah, beware of the doorstop toast. It will get you. It will. I promise you that. Anyway, it's probably time for a bibbidi-bobbidi and I will return and we will discuss other things and then I will go to bed. Hello. <laughs> it's me again. And good God, it's three minutes to 11 at night. So we're all ready for bed now, except you, because you're probably listening to this at three minutes to 11 in the morning tomorrow. Um, or maybe maybe you're not. I don't know, but I am. And I've also got a massive burp coming, so I... Uh, no, I think it's passed, oddly. I don't know how a burp can pass. But yeah, so this is, this is weird. What a waste of 30 seconds. Um, so, um, yeah, I think the whole point of what I wanted to mention was, I think we should embrace the sloppiness. You know, if you're ever going to get sloppy, if you're ever going to just, you know, loosen your belt, buckles, or whatever, now's the time, you know? Be around your friends and your family. If you can, obviously, I'm very lucky because I'm allowed to. And eat. I mean, eat anyway. Eat, you know, screw everyone else. Just eat irresponsibly a lot all the time now. And then get to January where it's boring and there's nothing happening. And really, 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 you know, undo all of the good work that you're doing now, you know? <laughs> the good work being self-care looking after yourself with ice cream and pizza. Well, maybe not those, like roasties, lots and lots of potato. Think about that. You know, watch, Nide watch Nigella. For some reason, I just can't talk. Um, Nidella. <laughs> I'm so annoyed at myself. You know, because she's a special lady, by the way. She's my, she was my first big crush. And I think she is, she's such a massive crush of mine, probably because she cooks. And, um, I mean, to say that she cooks seems a bit harsh, a bit simple, but she's a lot more than that. She's a, she's an elegant woman with a beautiful way with words. What am I doing? I'm sat in my living room at 11 a.m., waxing lyrical said that twice now because it's in my head because i saw it written down about three hours ago and i thought mm, that's a phrase i don't use enough yeah i'm sat here talking about nigella 
as if she's ever going to listen to this. And I'd love it if she did. And maybe she's in Sweden right now listening to it. Who knows? Um, you know, maybe she's part of that demographic I mentioned before, age demographic, because I think she does fall within those boundaries. Um, who knows? It's possible. But my point is, is if you watch her, or if you watch MasterChef The Professionals, or if you do anything else like that, you're basically going to want to eat a lot. And that's what happens. I watch cooking shows, I go and eat crackers, <laughs> because I can't be bothered making a fennel salad with um, a beautiful uh, pigeon breast that's medium rare. I can't do it, so I'm going to eat crackers with salt and butter on, and it's going to be good. Um, and, I, and I'm embracing that because I love myself and it doesn't matter if I'm sloppy because ultimately come summertime next year, I'll be fine again. Um, and even if I wasn't fine, I'd be fine anyway, cause I'd still be doing the podcast and that's what it's all about. It's about you and me and the journey that we're going on. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And we'll probably leave it at that because I've lost my mind. So I wanted to thank you all for listening to the podcast. Um, It's very kind of you to spend your time doing this. Um, Because I think you might be able to spend it better. But, you know, maybe you disagree. And, And for that, I thank you. If you're from Sweden, let me... See if I can quickly Google a word that says um, something nice. Thanks in Swedish. What does thanks in Swedish mean? Tack. Listen to this. Oh, let me turn it up. Tack. Tack. Thank you for listening. Um, if you're young, if you're old, thank you for listening. Um, remember that you are a wonderful person and, um, you should be kind to yourself and then you'll also be kind to others. And then, um, the world might be a marginally better place for that. And that's a nice thought. So have a lovely week ahead. Um, I'll be back again as ever next week. And we will do more talking. And hopefully I'll be a bit more coherent. Who knows though, maybe I'll be drunk. And that's quite nice as well. Goodbye.